What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the First and 49ers podcast. It's your host, Cole McMahon, and we're just coming off a couple days of the 49ers-Colts game, another winnable game. That ultimately resulted in a loss because of bad play calling again, uh, bad defense, bad quarterback play, all around just bad football, uh, and no discipline. So there's definitely some things that, like Kyle Shanahan says, we need to figure out. So, let's dig into it, baby. All right. So, the first of all, we're going to go through the play calling. Uh, I think <laughs> I put out a post today. I don't know, I'll be posting this tomorrow, this podcast, but I put out a thing today, the 1 to 10, on a scale of 1 to 10, how Kyle Shanahan is coaching this year, and man, I don't know if I should have posted it or not, because it was bad, there was, I think there's 60 comments now, everybody, there's a lot of really PO Niner fans out there, <laughs> so it's pretty, it's pretty hilarious what's going on, um, but first of all, I mean... The first drive, just like the week before and like the weeks before that, were just like fast-paced. Jimmy Garoppolo was on a roll. Our whole offense was on a roll. The running backs were doing good. Uh, and we scored a touchdown the first drive. So that's like right there you think you're going to have a great game. Uh, and the next drives after that, like in the first quarter, the 49ers were doing good. Uh, the play calling was was pretty solid. I mean, we got down, we scored a touchdown, and then uh, kicked a field goal. Uh, so we're up 9-0. to and then just after that, everything just started collapsing. I don't know what what keeps happening. Shanahan just, like, gets over his head, and, like, he just starts calling plays. At one point, we were 0 for 7 on third downs. So, I mean, that's just unacceptable. The 49ers couldn't uh, get a first down after a while. The first quarter was great, and then after that, just slowly just kept kept going in the downfall. Uh the run game was doing well. Elijah Mitchell, I mean, he's just a star. Uh, Six-round pick, but... I'll get into that later. I mean, he's like our only running back that we can produce uh, when we have another guy as well, a third-round pick, Trey Sermon. Not sure what's going on there. But, yeah, our offense was just silent and just dead after that. 0 for 7. Jimmy, that's another thing. He just he did not have a great game. He had a pretty pretty sucky game. Uh, missed a new wide open on the crucial, crucial play down the, uh, down the line uh, where he threw the ball to Debo and it got picked off. And then... Uh, Debo, he could have had a chance to catch it, but I mean, like Jimmy can't just be blind out there and just look at Debo the whole time. That's what Dante Whitner was talking about, where like we don't have any receivers that Jimmy's really looking for except Debo because he feels like for some reason that that's the only person he can throw to. But that's not that's not you're going to be a a successful quarterback in this league. You got to go through your progressions. He missed a new Dante Whitner was talking about great quarterbacks. And this is Jimmy's weakness. He doesn't do this. We'll lead the secondary, their safeties down to Debo and he'll see some new wide open hitch it down there. And that's a big gain for us. And, uh, it could have been a whole different game if that happens. Uh, Jimmy had like three picks in that game. The one before this, the missed one to Debo, the Debo interception was the one where the ball slipped out of his hand. That was unfortunate, but I mean, at the same time, he's throwing it to quadruple coverage. Uh, I think to Jawan Jennings or somebody. Uh, when he had three different guys open, he had Jamichael Hasty, uh, Sanu, and Warner. And I'll show the play right here in the stack gen, next gen stat cast thing. 
But I mean, I don't know how how you can miss these things. He he threw it downfield, but I mean, quadruple coverage. He just he just has to look either left or right because there was I think two guys on the left side, one guy on the right, or something like that. He would have had a first down and more yardage after that. So I mean, it's just unacceptable how Jimmy played last week. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said that since he's starting against the Bears, I mean, they're not going to base one bad game of Jimmy and he's done for the starter, but I don't know. Charlie Warner was open as well. Uh, the defense, they played pretty solid. Uh, and I'm just talking about the defensive line because all throughout this year, and I keep saying this, the 49ers don't have any cornerbacks. We don't. And for some reason, we can't teach our cornerbacks how to play the cornerback position. We've had almost every single week PIs after PIs after PIs. Um, just cornerbacks not looking for the ball, not tracking the ball down. That's what I thought a cornerback supposed to do. You're supposed to play with the ball, not the player. Uh, they don't turn their heads, and they just get unacceptable calls. They're just pushing all over on the receivers, and the refs are going to call those every single time for the most part. So it's just terrible. And that goes on to say, like, with the Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch regime, like, how come you guys can't pick on pick up on this stuff? They say, oh, they believe in the guys that we have. Josh Norman, no, we picked him up. Uh, but side note with Josh Norman, I mean, I was honestly surprised. He had a pretty decent game. He would make one good play, and then he'd, like, um, get the ball thrown to him on his way, and, like, he'd make a terrible play or a P.I. on that play. But then the next play after that, like, he, he punched the ball out for a, a fumble. So he had, like, an up-and-down game. And I was honestly surprised that he played pretty decent when it came to, like, uh, getting some some tackles. But as as part of him being a cornerback, he, uh, yeah, he's not very good <laughs> anymore, anymore. But every single time, that's just our weakness. And I think teams – Teams are going to expose that. It just happened last year when we saw it with the Dolphins when we, all of our cornerbacks were out. But this time, I mean, just health is – you can't blame health anymore. You got you have to have guys who know how to play the position. And so Wentz would just lob it down the field, and every single time it would be a, a pass interference. At one point in the game, I think in the third quarter, we had a penalty, seven penalties for 122 yards. And this is constantly happening throughout the out, out this whole year we've probably had i think average like 50 50 yards of of penalties a game and that just goes with the black, bad coaching that that we're dealing with here with Kyle Shanahan. and he's just having a down year with the Niners but you're the head coach you got to figure it out after one week you this stuff like this shouldn't shouldn't happen again and i was watching the press conference of Kyle Shanahan I think yesterday, and he was talking about what the cornerbacks are doing to get better, and they're saying, yeah, we're we're doing drills where they track the ball down. But it's like they've been doing this all year, not playing, not performing well. So why didn't this get fixed in the first week? So I don't know if you want to make a, a coaching change in the cornerback position because, quite frankly, our, our cornerbacks are just mediocre the way they've been playing. Uh, but our defense, they were – they were getting pressure on Carson Wentz, Nick Bosa. I mean, he's performing great. After coming off of his ACL injury, he's playing the way he expected to be. Uh, and we just couldn't capitalize because just our cornerbacks just kept giving up those uh, those I, uh, PIs and everything like that. And, I mean, we just – the big theme of this week, honestly, has been Kyle Shanahan. Everybody, all these Niner fans now are just losing hope in him. 
Uh, everybody's saying they want to bring Jim Harbaugh back. That is not going to happen. Jim Harbaugh, I don't even think Jim Harbaugh would want to come back to the Niners because of just like the relationship between Jed York and, and Harbaugh. Uh, Jed York, they hate each other. And it's, yeah, I think Jim Harbaugh is a good coach. The way he, he hyped up his players, the way, uh, especially with his quarterbacks, trying to just the way, just the way he coached. I mean, he's just really passionate. Uh, but, uh, you can't go back. That's just the past. John Jim Harbaugh's the past. It's Kyle Shanahan now. He's not going to get fired this season. I don't know. I think in the next two years, we can expect Kyle Shanahan, if he doesn't perform, like to be fired. Uh, but this year, I don't think he's necessarily on the hot seat. But I do think that it's starting to uh, warm up a little bit uh, where he's sitting. And I don't know what happens, what goes down this offseason. But I think we could see a possibility of, like, John Lynch uh, getting fired as GM because of just, like, all these missed opportunities that you see in the drafts. Uh, we needed a cornerback. They didn't think so. We could have drafted Asante Samuel. Uh, that didn't happen. He's having a great year. Another bust uh, was not bust yet, but it's looking like a bust. Javon Kinlaw, he's now going to be out for the season with uh, – a knee surgery, and they know they knew he was having knee problems coming out of college. And don't get me wrong, Javon Kinlaw is a beast, but I mean, at the, the bottom line is if you can't stay on the field, then you're useless to a team. So that's another miss. <laughs> There's so many misses with the Kashan and John Lynch regime. I don't even want to get into everything now, but obviously, it was a big game for DeForest Buckner coming back to playing the 49ers. A uh, revenge game for him. He had a great game, he sacked Jimmy once, I think. Uh, and that's another thing that uh, Joe Staley was talking about when he was retiring. He wanted to. He told DeForest Buckner, he was like, "You got to pass down the leadership." And then after that, Buckner was like, "I'm getting traded." And he's like, "What? How could they trade you?" <laughs> Everybody was thinking that when that happened. We traded him. I think that was to get Brandon Ayuk, and then we eventually replaced him with Javon Kinlaw. So I mean. It's just so many bad choices I feel like Shanahan and Lynch have made that have hurt this team where we're at right now because I think if we were to have DeForest Buckner, I think Joe Staley or Dante Winter said this, uh, I mean, this environment would be so much different right now because leaders like DeForest Buckner and George Kittle, Fred Warner, they keep this team on track, and if they have their ups and downs, they keep them on pace. They 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 would say right if we had DeForest Muckner, I can almost guarantee we wouldn't be on a four game skid. Uh, life would be different, and you just need that leadership in the locker room. You could see like how how poorly we performed and how how like defeated we looked. Even Kyle Shannon at the end of the at the end of the game, you just everybody just looks so so down and. It's just you need these guys in your locker room to pick you up. And just not to mention DeForest Buckner's just raw talent. <laughs> Once-in-a-lifetime generational talent at the defensive line position. Uh, one of the hardest positions to fill. And we just gave that away like nothing. So, I mean, it's just it's just crazy how many things that have gone wrong for this regime. Besides, besides getting to the Super Bowl one year. I mean, that's it. I mean, this is a, a league of... Uh, being consistently good and throughout throughout Kyle Shanahan's years we haven't been consistently good the first years of him being here you expected him not to to perform well the whole team as a whole because you just saw we had no talent but 20 20 
19, we had talent. We made it to the Super Bowl. 2020, you have talent. We That was just a terrible year, too, with injuries. Uh, I don't know. I think you could. I think you can blame injuries on that year because of how many people were affected by injuries and, like, the people that were affected, like Bosa. But 2020, you still have so much talent on this field, and the way that we're losing is just is just terrible. And it comes down to the, 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 the coaches as a whole, not, like, keeping these players in check, but... Uh, if we go on, talking about the Buckner situation, Jimmy Ward came out a couple weeks ago and is, just says he doesn't understand how how the 49ers can't keep these players because they say they don't have enough money, like DeForest Buckner. But then Jimmy, Jimmy Ward pointed out, like, the Rams. They brought people back, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Everybody's, like, they're keeping their core guys together, and he doesn't understand how the Niners can't do that or the Niners don't want to do that compared to what the Rams are doing. And now look at them. Uh, they've been consistently good. Made it to the playoffs, I think, last year, right? Or the year before that. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs again now with Matthew Stafford. And that just goes on with another question I want to get into. Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay? McVay has been 49-22 and 22 with the Rams throughout his career. He inherited Jared Goff. Jared Goff is kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo in a way. They made it to the Super Bowl. They lost. But even after that, they were still still in the mix, like as a wild card team after that, uh, made it to the playoffs. Kyle Shanahan, 31 and 39. I mean, he's under 500 with this team. You you just expect him 20 <laughs> to this year that we should go, we should be at least a wild card team, even with these injuries that we've dealt with. But that's just the way you need to adapt in this league. So. I don't know. That goes on with the 1-10 to 10 that I was talking about earlier. Kyle Shanahan, he's done a poor job this year, I've said. <laughs> I rate him at a 5. Uh, we'll see if they can learn and adapt because that's what great coaches do. And Kyle Shanahan, I just think he has such an ego on his head that he doesn't, he doesn't see these things, I think, in the clear way. But I think he's starting to, I don't know, after that press conference, we'll, we'll see. It, de- it depends on how, how it goes on, on Sunday against the Bears, what what this team is going to look like. Because pretty much our season is over unless there's like a miracle situation, but I doubt it. Because just the way just the way our team looks defeated and we're on a four-game losing skid in our division that we have, I mean, <laughs> you have to win out every single game from here on out because the Rams are probably going to lose maybe one or two more games. The Cardinals, they lost today, but they're going to win almost every single game, I think, pretty much, so... It's it's a tough league to be in, especially in our division. But it's just like natural selection, the survival of the fittest. If you don't adapt to your environment, then you know you're not going to survive. And I think you've seen that pretty well happening with the 49ers, with Kyle Shanahan too. And I've said this last year too. The way that that Kyle Shanahan's play called, I think this is his worst play calling that we've ever seen in history of. Kyle Shanahan coaching and I mean I've never even last year when we were losing so much this play calling wasn't as bad he's just so inconsistent just like this whole team the way the first the first quarter the first drive he has all these plays that are working bootlegging Jimmy out and then it just goes stagnant second third fourth quarter until the end of the fourth quarter again he does the same plays that were working earlier with the bootlegs Jimmy rolling out giving time for the running backs now to get room to to run through guys and that's just not happening so something needs to change and 
the question is, is it going to change? And I don't know. I don't know. I think Kyle Shanahan needs to give his play calling abilities to like Mike Mike McDaniel or, or offense. He needs to get an offensive coordinator, I believe, because he just has too much of an ego thinking that he can play call, he can run this whole team, but it's just not proven effective. 2019 was just a special year. We have to move on from that. Our SF 49ers said it best. He's like, 2019 is 2019. What, what year are we in? We're in 2021. It doesn't matter what happened in 2019. You have to stick to the now. And the now is not looking pretty. So let's get into the hard-hit minute of the week. And this is about Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> Another thing about Jimmy G, will this be Jimmy Garoppolo's last start as a 49er? And I believe it will. We're playing the Bears on Sunday. The first game that Jimmy Garoppolo played with the 49ers was against the Bears. I think Jimmy's career is going to start with the Bears, with playing against the Bears, and it's going to end with his career playing against the Bears as a Niner. The trade deadline, I think, is on Tuesday this week coming up. I think... If Jimmy Garoppolo has a pretty good game, I think the 49ers are going to try to find a way to uh, somehow trade him, maybe to the Browns because Baker Mayfield's torn labrum. Who knows? Jimmy may may be able to just (laughs) go to the Browns and just relieves all this pressure from him. He needs a new environment, and maybe he'll prosper there. I don't know. But if I think that's a a big possibility because now – the, the, the season's pretty much over for the 49ers, so we need to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. That's just the bottom line. Trey Lance, it's let Trey play because we need to focus on the future now. We need to focus on next season. Trey Lance is the future, and I think it's time for him to get his, his reps in for the rest of the season. Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, I love the guy, but I understand <laughs> all the Jimmy haters that have always been there now, but like, just his time with the Niners is done. Everybody's. I don't, some people are saying why you keep Jimmy Garoppolo in for the rest of the season, but it doesn't make sense. Like, it's just a lost cause, and you'd want Trey Lance to to get him these reps now. So, if you can, just might as well do it. So, I think I can expect we can expect Jimmy G to play his last game Sunday, and if that doesn't happen, then if he's still a Niner by the end of the trade deadline, then I expect the Niners to cut Jimmy or not cut Jimmy. Because uh, you still have to pay him, but just bench him and have Trey Lance in, which is would be really embarrassing, I feel like, uh, which is why I think the 49ers would try to trade him before the dead, the trade deadline. But, I mean, that's just me. So, let's see what what's going to happen on, on Sunday against the Bears. Can the 49ers break their four-game losing skid? Are the 49ers going to be able to adapt? Are our defensive backs going to look like how cornerbacks should play in the NFL, secondary should play in the NFL. Is Kyle Shanahan going to play, have his best play calling game of the season? Are the 49ers, is the 49ers offense going to look consistent? Will we see some Trey Lance in the game on Sunday? I think we will. If he's healthy to go, I think he was limited today in practice, but I understand uh, if, if Kyle Shanahan doesn't go that way. And that's another thing too, why I think Jimmy Garoppolo would, could, could be the starter for next couple weeks is because of Trey Lance's health and you don't want to put a guy out there right after his knee injury uh, just for him to re-injure it but that's that's the only way you can see Jimmy Garoppolo staying with the Niners pretty much if Trey Lance is not fully healthy so that's going to do it for this week guys I hope you enjoyed go Niners uh 
And <laughs> just I'm just still thinking about the Kyle Shanahan post I did. So many negative comments, so many people just getting so fiery about this. Is there is there a negative seven out of this one to ten? No, it's just one to ten. Is this should be a zero? I mean, <laughs> I feel you guys' frustration, but we just have to hang in there as Niner fans, everybody. Uh, stay faithful, baby. Go Niners, and let's see what we can do Monday. See you guys, or Sunday, sorry. See you guys later.